This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to Scamp Life Podcast. I am one of your three hosts. I am Chris Callow. I am the camp director of Camp Good News in Central Illinois. And I am Kelly Cook, the camp director of Pine Ridge Day Camp in Northern Alabama. And I'm Kurt Jackson, the camp director of Nowhere, just the creator <laughs> of Scamp Life. Uh, <laughs> and this week we are talking about what staff hate. That's dumb. It's dumb. That's so stupid. Why do we do that? We've talked about what campers don't like. We've talked about what parents don't like. And so now we're talking about what staff does yeah, not one of like, these days, what they complain about. One of these stuff. days we're going to have a, what does the director complain about? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. The, that is a three-part the... episode coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Three. We're going to need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'll go ahead and start since my list is a little bit longer. There you go. And so I think for overnight, especially, well, overnight, the curfew. I want to say especially because day camp doesn't have a curfew, but curfew always seems to be something that I hear complaints about. Oh, why do we have to be in our cabin at that time? Can I just be outside and and talk to the rest of the staff? Uh, and so that is that is. I'm complaints. an adult. Why are you sending me to bed? And we... you'll be late to frat flag raising in the morning. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. That's the thing that you need to get across to them and saying, okay, look, it is important that you get some sleep. But I have said to, you know, other people that that has been when I was a counselor, hanging out and talking after lights out with the other staff was so great. And it's so memorable. But I know the next morning, I was always so tired. So having that curfew is, is mine. I'm going to giggle through most of this because I keep thinking, have you heard the Andy Samberg song that threw it on the ground where like somebody <laughs> hands him a hot dog and he's like, I don't need your handouts. I'm an adult. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> so every time I say that, I think of that. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I think the biggest one is probably going to be a big one on all of our lists is pay staff are going to complain about mm. how much they get paid um i'm sorry my budget doesn't allow for it <laughs> or if i do it has to be in small increments every year so mm-hmm. please come back and you will be paid more and don't try to calculate it yeah <laughs> please Make don't try to calculate what i pay you per hour because i don't pay cents. you per hour <laughs> exactly <laughs> No, that for sure. For sure. And there's not a whole lot you can do about that. It is what it is with your budget. Although sometimes I look at some camps that have these really just junky crafts and I go, well, if that's what you're going to do for craft, either up your game for your craft or get rid of it and use that money for pay (laughs) kind of thing. Get rid of. And I do, I look at it every year in a way that can I, pay the staff more every, every single year I do look at it some years I can some years I can't it's just yeah you, you just have to find find a favorite horse that everyone loves and be like hey you you see clipper over there 
I could pay you more, but Clipper won't get to eat this shit. <laughs> so which one do you want? And and you really were <laughs> or raise the raise the fees twenty dollars and tell them it's because Clipper you know, yeah. needs some special food and medication. Yeah, he's, he's... <laughs> awesome. Uh, first one on my list. So mine, I kind of have to explain a little bit. So we have a no dating policy here at Camp Good News. But that is for, we have minor staff too. So we have younger staff as well as our adult senior counselors mm -hmm. and the adults they're I'm an adult. They can do what they want, but I, <laughs> as long as they keep their dating, like not at camp, <laughs> like they're not making out at the free time flagpole or whatever, but the minor staff, we don't let them date at all. And the reason for that is there's drama, you know, they fall in love. They start dating this person. Then they fall out of love like a normal summer. And then there's huge drama and everybody hates everybody. And then all of a sudden the campers are in on it. And the girl campers are against the boy campers of this cabin because he broke up with my counselor. Oh, it's just a pain. So no dating allowed uh, during the summer. And we hear a lot of complaints about that. Why not? Don't you, th this should be the best place to date because I'm going to find somebody has the same interests as me. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. For the three months that you are at That's camp right. until you leave camp and you no longer have the same interests. <laughs> Camp goggles. Camp yep. goggles. They, yep. they are real. I, I will tell you, if you are a guy that looks like me and some really good looking girl like my wife is interested at you <laughs> at camp, man, you get in there because when camp's over <laughs> and she's back it. to normal, decent looking people, you're gone. <laughs> so you got to get that girl engaged and married real fast. <laughs> That's how it happened. Huh, Chris? Okay. That's how it worked. That's how she Chris. got me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she's constantly going back like, why? Why did I do what that? What was I thinking? My goggles are off now. That's right. So my next one would be food options. Uh, a lot of camps have the same food over and over the same menu each week and you get tired of it really quick. And yeah. so if you just put in some variety, then you might not hear those complaints as much. <laughs> add a little get, spice. <laughs> yeah, add a little spice. Get that chef or food director to... Uh, yeah, if camp, camp has right? a chef, no one's complaining <laughs> about the food then. <laughs> get them to be a little creative and uh, mix things up a bit. So for me, it would be paperwork. I have to give staff paperwork in order to know things. Yep. So instant reports, daily reports, the even the roster. Like, you, don't you want to know your kids <laughs> before yep. you get there? Like, even knowing their like special needs and not like special needs as in like differently abled, but like the kid who maybe is afraid of heights or isn't your <laughs> strongest swimmer. So like just the little parent notes that they leave that is included in that paperwork. Please do not lose it or complain about it because it's actually important. And I wouldn't give it to you if it was not important. Yep. Uh, they even complain about the paperwork though, before they're actually on the campground like oh i gotta fill out this tax paperwork you sure do do you want paid that that's a good thing like oh i i need to fill out all my emergency contacts and junk uh-huh we need to know that stuff <laughs> what you do is you give them a, the tax form and you give them a volunteer sheet and said sign one of these <laughs> <laughs> that's right you get to pick which one you want my next one that we hear a lot is lack of free time. And we are an overnight camp. And so this is probably a little different. You get a little more free time during day camp, but overnight camp, you don't get a lot of free time, a lot of time to yourself, even at night. I mean, you have 10 little munchkins in your room that are, you got to deal with as well. 
And so we hear like, well, can I just have a break? Can I do this? We have, because we are close to town, we have a lot of staff and counselors that ask if they can run in and get some Duncan all the time. All right, it's five minutes. And I'm like, no, because if you're going to try and get there in five minutes, you're going to be speeding. Then there's going to be an accident. And we actually, last year when we had camp in, in 2019, we had a designated Duncan driver. And so you could get your orders nice. in and when they would go and, and get the Duncan, you know, you pay them and, and kind of worked out that way. But I get I want it. A break. Camp is busy. Hey, you know, I'm paying you 14 cents an That's hour. Right. Mister. I get, yeah, I totally get it. And it, it is hard to do it, but you know, you signed up to, to sleep in the cabin with the kids. So you, you got to do that. But that's one of the things that I, definitely when I'm hiring, tell them here is what to expect. This is not an easy yep. job. You're going to be working a lot of hours. You almost know feel like you're trying to in. sell them against the job. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I am this. Yep. I'm like, you're, you're good. I'll hire you, but I need mm -hmm. to make sure you're not going to bail on me after the first week because this That's is right. too hard. All right. Was well, my turn? It's your turn. Yes, it is my turn. So my next one would be uh, a disorganized director or program director hmm. where the staff is complaining about i hate that they're so disorganized they say come in for this meeting at this time and then they're 15 minutes late mm -hmm. or they schedule this activity but the activity director they kept in the office because they were disorganized because they had to talk to them about something they couldn't do it at a different time and things are going crazy and ah so when the director is disorganized it throws everything off and that's what they complain about don't that's be a, that director that's a valid complaint I, that totally. is against totally. the director not the staff there yeah mm -hmm. totally valid complaint. i find i find it more in a day camp scenario than i do yeah. in overnight just because overnight you really kind of get in this rhythm, right? Yep. Everything's like in this rhythm where day camp, it's a start of a new day. And then the new, the next day is a start. You're mm -hmm. not in camp mode all week. It's just like a stop start kind of thing. And yeah. I've been guilty of it myself. So. So mine's not on my list, but staff returning staff who complain about the certain trainings they have to go through in staff oh. training. Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> it's mandatory like ACA tells me you have to take this so plus ACA. you need to ACA is dumb ACA that's so dumb <laughs> I'm an adult I'm an adult you're an adult <laughs> I don't work for the ACA <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, and, and nothing against ACA it is important for, totally, for totally. the staff to, to take these trainings I mean they've had a year away from camp you know, review policy, review child abuse prevention, review, you know, behaviors and different things that you may not have had to experience it last year when you were here, but surprise, you're getting it this year. And just having that review to train is important. So I do that with CPR training. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I had to take this. I've taken this 18 times. I could teach it by now. No, you got to take it again. Here's here's an idea for a fix for that, Kelly. You can't do it with everything because some things are required to do every year. But like maybe you're you're training for homesickness or you're training for bedwetting. You can have returning staff take a test. They could test out of it, and if they pass the test with whatever kind of grade you decide on, they don't have to sit through the training. They get an extra hour off during training week or whatever. But to go set up yeah. camp for me for the following uh -huh. week when kids are uh -huh. here. 
So they will both with if they have to lead it, if they have to teach it. They sometimes learn more too mm-hmm. because they research it more to teach mm-hmm. it. So that's always a good thing. My next, that's so dumb. This is stupid. Why are we doing this? <laughs> is we hear this a lot. They have to remember campus for the camper that we have that. What? Yes, camp is great for the staff and it's fun for the staff. But oh we hear a lot of like, well, I I want to you know play around in the pool. Well. We can't do that all the time. You can't horse around in the pool because we need you to be an adult and watch the kiddos or game time. We hear it a lot during game time. Some of those extra competitive staff were like, hey, sorry, you can't play because you're tackling the children. (laughs) Things like that. Or they, you know, sorry, you don't have time to ride the zip line. We only have so long and your campers have to go through it. And so one way we fix this is we started having staff weekends where they can do these activities on the weekend. And that kind of helps give them that, okay, you get to have your fun now. Yeah. And, and the, the other during the week is for the camper. So let them have their fun. Who runs those weekends? Yeah, me. So I'm exhausted. Well, yeah. You need Non-stop. a weekend uh, director. <laughs> but it does. Well, and it, it also kind of gives them because they're thinking like if they think this is for the kids they're gonna try and really pump it up for the kids to it and get it excited Mm -hmm. as well we try and teach them every week you know yeah this is week seven for us but this is week one for johnny Mm -hmm. so you got to remember it's for the kids so yes i know you've been doing this all summer but be excited and pump it up because it's for the campers this is their first week they they need you on your happiest and best too you know what's dumb though rain dumb rain is is dumb. dumb Why Fix it, is Kurt. there rain? Fix Why it. is there bad weather? Ah, <laughs> uh, that that I hear. Snap, snap yeah. your fingers and change it. That's right. Yeah, Wiggle do, your do nose. Do that in front of them. <laughs> just just clap and be like, oh, mm, oh. my powers must be off today. Yep. Yeah. Or just buy a bunch of ponchos or tell them to buy one in the camp store, right? There you go. Ask Jason. He'll go. tell you. Ask go Jason. buy a, a raincoat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Okay, so a big one going off of activities is waterfront. I don't know what it is specifically about the waterfront that staff want to complain about. I don't know if it's because it's a lake or river yep. or I There's I don't fish. know. I, nibble on I love going fishing in our lake. <laughs> I don't understand what they are complaining about being in it yes having to go to it um however they've never complained about going to the pool it's usually the waterfront so like rivers, sand or something the or, sand the yeah. dirt the goose poop uh-huh. um, uh yep yep do they have to go in like are they required to go in some of them or i would say it can depends on the stay? activity too yeah. like uh-huh. canoeing no you don't have to go in it but they'll still complain about it mm-hmm. um and then we have a like inflatable blob thing. no blob was at my last like camp we it, yeah like a playground obstacle mm. course thing and that one like it would be cool to have a staff member at mm-hmm. least participate or be in the water to help kids up onto the the iceberg looking thing if they need the help uh but yeah we don't have the lake, so they complain about the pool at my camp. Oh. <laughs> they complain not having a lake. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that too. <laughs> that's me. That's under the, the, the admin. I want a lake. But yeah, the, I, and we'll tell them, like, you can't just go and tan. I don't care if you, you don't get in, but you can't just go lay there and tan or distract the lifeguards kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
Another thing on my list, and I'm surprised we have not brought this up yet, is cell phones. And so we have um, any of our minor staff are not allowed to have their phone on them, so they can't use a cell phone at all. And our adult staff, we ask them to be to be smart about it. Like they shouldn't be Snapchatting and Instagramming all the time. They shouldn't be on their phone. They shouldn't be texting, whatever. They, they kind of, we tell them like, keep your phone private, keep it secret. You also really don't want the campers to know you have that phone because then when they're homesick or something, they'll come to you and go, hey, will you call my mom mm-hmm. and tell her I'm homesick? Like that's just a bad situation so altogether. Why not just have like cubby holes for them to put it in and not that they, because they have yeah, that temptation have in their, yeah. in their pocket. Well, a couple of things. First of all, we asked our counselors to do pictures. And so a lot of them want to do those pictures with their phone instead. <laughs> so of you're the telling cameras. them to keep it away, so but take it out. Yeah. So that's use. part of, well, they want to use that instead of our dumb digital cameras, which is fine. But we do, we, we bought the lockers. So I have the lockers and I think it's going to work well, but I haven't had a summer yet to try out the lockers. Right. So I'll let you know next year, maybe. And they have maybe. to do some kind of puzzle <laughs> to figure out how to unlock it. Yes, escape room to be. I was going to say escape room for a And you finally figure out and you open it up and mm, wrong locker. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and the battery's dead on your phone by the time yes. you get there. Like, come on. <laughs> some like charging cables in each one. Plug them all into an There you go. All right. So my next one, and I'm not sure this is a day camp issue. Kelly, do you have this parking? So the, yeah, the staff want to park up front, take all the prime spots, but we need those for the parents to drop off their kids and pick up their kids. So sometimes the staff need to park a little further down the road or in a different parking area and walk. It's tough to come in the morning and see all those empty spots, but you know that they're going to have to be filled mm-hmm. later with the the uh, parents. So yep, that, parking. That happens a little overnight. We have some of ours that want to park right next to the cabins. Just oh, right next to guy. Yeah. So. so my next one is the uh, not bringing things to the director that need to be brought to the director. So mm-hmm. I'll have staff not want to tell me about bedwetting, homesickness, the things that would I can help and support you in, but they'll tell me all the drama that's going on and the other things that are happening. Why won't they oh. tell you about that stuff? I don't know. I don't know if they think that like I can't help them or they want to, they've got too much pride and want to try it themselves. Uh But then I have parents calling me afterwards saying my kid was so homesick. Why didn't you help? And if I don't know, I can't help you. So yeah, I I do find that they, they talk to each other about what should we do about this? And they're all new, right? Or not all of them, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times they're talking to the new one that they started with. What should I do about this? I don't know. (laughs) It's a little bit of admitting failure. And that's hard to admit Mm. to your boss. Like, hey, you know, I I fail. I I know we talked about this in training school. But I, so I'm constantly telling mine, like, hey, listen, failure's okay. We learn from failure. But yeah, they come and tell me. I We got great ideas, but I don't know. And then I get a phone call and then I'm ticked at you. So, because I didn't know. Next one for, oh, yeah. Next one for me is uh it kind of fits in with a little bit i think you said this earlier kelly um a little bit of the unfairness of staff positions where they see like oh you know the the kitchen worker or whatever they're off right now and i'm working i have to mow or 
or something or the kitchen workers well how come they're not working right now they get to sit and eat and they don't quite get that oh certain jobs take certain times and things like that and one way we've actually kind of kind of fixed this and we haven't completely fixed it is we expect everyone to help everyone so if you are a maintenance person and you come in and you see, oh, the kitchen's not quite ready. They need some help. We expect you to jump in. And we, we lead that by example too. I, as the director, if I come down to the kitchen and we, you know, we're supposed to be eating right now and they're still trying to get, I will go and like, okay, what can I do? How can I help? There also is too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. And it's a, okay, everybody get out of the way or, or things like that. Or is your maintenance director really helping out in the kitchen? Uh, Oh yeah, totally. Oh, all right. All the time. Um, sometimes too much that we have okay. to be like yeah. out of the kitchen uh, um, yeah he's your next he, uh kitchen manager if you ever need one that he no uh, <laughs> the uh but we'll have two sometimes you know if it's end of the week and we're cleaning or something like that like if you see somebody still working hop in and help stop the see everyone's job i don't know i guess that's what it is so my last one is going to be support, feeling supported. And I think this is a legitimate complaint that staff have if, well, it's, it's legitimate no matter what. If they don't feel supported, then there's some, something is not happening uh, on the director's end. So whether that be, depending on how your structure is, whether you have head counselors or you have unit leaders, or it's just you as a director or a program director, you need to make sure they feel supported. And that could be jumping in and, and, you know, going around and, Oh, doesn't look like they really understand how to lead a game. I'm going to show them. I'm going to say, Hey, yeah. can I lead the next one? And don't call them out on it, but just, Oh, can I lead the next yeah. one? It'd be fun. Didn't you learn this in training school? Come on. <laughs> right, right. And also yeah. being out there, being available and visible. Yeah. Uh, I just think that I've learned from my past failures of not being or being told that I wasn't as supportive as I could be. And especially for uh, new staff. And so that's something I've definitely worked on and it, it makes a world of difference. So that's a legitimate complaint that I have heard in the past. And I think, it's lucky that I heard that because a lot of times they just talk to each other and they don't feel supported. They rarely will come to you. So yeah, that's mine. So my last one is tough campers. So whether it be a behavioral um, episode that comes up or the kid does not want to participate and using the techniques that we used in training, getting them back on track um, but a lot of times staff will complain about those tough campers. I complain yeah. about those tough campers. I mean, we all do, but hey, that's, that's an episode for the future. Yes. <laughs> the thing is those tough campers are the ones, I mean, it's, it's not just cause you're dealing with them. So that takes away from the other campers and they're getting all mm -hmm. the attention but on the other hand, when they succeed at or overcome whatever it is that was that yeah. tough issue, mm -hmm. it is like the most rewarding thing as a staff member. And it's the big thing you will remember years down the line and tell stories about later. Oh, you always remember that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That kid. Absolutely. <laughs> there is Chris a bunch of, there, I'd say, yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of counselors out there that know my name. <laughs> they remember it. There's a bunch of teachers that know mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, my last one. Oh, and I hear this again, sometimes from the maintenance staff, but sometimes from counselors and stuff. Big thing people complain about is the kids. Oh, that's the dumb. Why, why are campers here? <laughs> we, we learned in 2020 that camp is not better without children. <laughs> it is, it is really no, bad no. without kids. But yeah, just sometimes you hear that. You'll, people complain and it goes back to that reminding them that camp is for the camper. That's why they're here. That's why they were hired. That's why how I can pay them is because somebody yes. paid for their child to come to camp. And, and that is so, why yeah. they have a job. Yep. <laughs> but are we still uh, are we still the on the bury the one campaign? We are bury the one. Let's go. We're making t-shirts and buttons. <laughs> hashtag. Um, yeah, hashtag bury the one. Bury the one. We are so bury the one. If you have not been listening to us. Uh, I don't blame you. No, I uh, am not. Been <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> we have, we were given a one star review. We're, we're really On kind Apple of Podcasts. hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're really kind of hoping that somebody thought we were number one. This is the best. And that's why they picked it. But one star is the worst. And we're trying to bury that one with a bunch of fives. So if you enjoy this episode, you know, give us a five. If you don't, if you, you know, that's completely fine. You're entitled to your opinion. If you do not like our podcast and you want to give us one, that is totally okay. Just want to remind you, we are called This Summer Camp Podcast. And so that's where you can uh, give us a one there. <laughs> Everyone else that wants to give us a five, we're actually called Scamp Life Podcast. So that's where you do that. <laughs> From around the campfire, this has been Kelly and Chris and Kurt. Thanks for listening. See ya!